Welcome to the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. I'm Vicki, and I'm here today to do a quick little tip on how to help teens learn how to use a syllabus. Teens who are headed for college definitely need to learn how to use a syllabus, although they often call the syllabus a different name in college, but nevertheless, get the skill now, they've got it to use then. Teens who are not headed for college benefit from learning how to use a syllabus because they learn how to think and plan independently over time. They won't get it on the first try often, but if you give them a good start and work with them through it for a course or two, they should have it down pretty well by the time they graduate. So we want teens to become independent learners and thinkers, and this is a good tool for getting them started on doing that. Hi, Vicki here. It dawned on me after recording this episode about syllabi that I never told you what a syllabus actually is. So there are different versions of syllabi, but I want to give you kind of a basic definition that you can adjust to your own needs. So Basically, a syllabus is a chronological summary of a course that a student can use to guide them organizing their studies. So syllabi are so useful for teens learning how to manage their time um, because they can follow day-by-day assignments. Very often, a syllabus will also include details about the course, like name of the text and materials and summaries of the course's goals and grading scales and due dates of projects and and homework assignments and things like that. Um, But basically the purpose is to get your student organized and that's a good life skill. All right, now on the episode, I'm gonna tell you what to put on that syllabus and how to do it. Thanks a lot. Okay, so a syllabus contains the name of the text, and usually you'll include the goofy information like the author and the publisher, the edition or is been, if you can find that, you know, just put that at the top of the document along with the name of the course. Then you list any other materials that will be used. So, you know, uh, videos, documentaries, field trips, um, anything like that that you're adding on. All right, then you write in a couple of sentences, a brief summary of the purpose and the goals of the course. And I know this sounds frustrating and cheesy, um, but it's, it's just something that makes the documentation clear, but also it helps teens in case they forget why they're taking the course. It helps them to remember the whys. Um, because not all courses are fascinating and wonderful. There are whys in taking the course, like you take maths to train your brain to think mathematically and to get into college if you're going to college and things like that. Okay. Topics to be covered in the course. You want to list those. And basically, if you want to just take it really simple. If you're using a textbook, put the list the titles of the chapters. Again, there's not one right way to do this. We have found having the topics listed very useful for teens who are going into military, NCAA sports, and those rare colleges who aren't used to homeschoolers. It's not common anymore. Then you're going to do the grading scale. This is important because teens might forget. 
you know, what is the grading scale? A is going to be, you know, 92 to 100. You know, B is going to be yada, yada. It's not acceptable. We'll get a D. You have to redo the course. Um, so that kind of thing. So you decide your grading scale because this is your team. You want to grade appropriately for them. Then you'll write down the due dates of key projects. So if there are uh, projects you want the team to do, like, you know, a Prezi or PowerPoint or some kind of hands-on project, put the due dates on that. Put the due dates of tests, like when a test needs to be handed in to you for grading. And then you'll put any other homework assignments, like questions at the end of the chapter. Um, you'll list when those are due, like due at the end of the chapter the next day. Um, so you don't have to go overly specific on the homework assignments, just list, you know, questions at the end of the chapter, due the day after the chapter is done or something like that. And then what's important is the schedule. This is where the rubber meets the road for teens. You're going to list a week by week or day by day assignment list to show what topics will be covered and the assignments or homework that they need to do with that. And that's that's a little bit cumbersome, but if you do it um, and then you hand it to your team and you'll discuss it together, they can use that to plan out their school year and learn really, really good time management skills. Just as a side note, at sevensistershomeschool.com, we have suggested syllabi for a number of our texts. And you can adapt those to what you need for your family. So just look in the search bar in the store for syllabus, and it'll pull up all of the different texts that we have a syllabus for. As we get requests, we will add syllabi for other texts. So that's there. I'll put the links in the show notes. All right. Now, here's how you help teens learn to use the syllabus. One is you want to make sure about that why with them. So sit down with your team and help them understand what the course is about. So even the boring courses are, are necessary for graduation or they get some kind of life skills or it just develops character because they persevere through it for courses that are advancing them towards their goals for the future, like you know college major oriented sort of courses or trade oriented courses. You, you sit down and talk about that. Why? Why are we taking this course? Then you go over those due dates. What is expected? What's due? What kind of project? And when? And then discuss together when they are going to study and work on each requirement. So the homework, the project, the test. Sit down and brainstorm together. Don't do that for them. Don't tell them, okay, at eight o'clock, I want you to do this at nine o'clock. I, I want you to do this. I mean, some teens would love for you to do that. And, and if they're that kind, that's fine. Uh, but what you want to do, if you can, is to help them pull that out of themselves. You know, once they kind of start thinking about when they need to actually study for each class to really get things done, they can start owning that. Then help them get out their calendar. You know, sometimes they will balk at this, but I guarantee you, you will be so glad you did this. Get out a calendar. So a Google calendar is awesome. Uh, paper calendars are awesome. Bullet journals are awesome. Like whatever your team likes to use. And what you do is you help them to mark out the due dates of all of the projects. 
all the papers, all the tests, any any kind of special thing they're going to be doing for that course, have them put the due date on that and then mark back a week or two. You know, a project or a paper may, may need two or three, maybe a little bit longer according to the pace your teens work at. So go back and say two weeks, three weeks, a month and say start paper, start projects, study for test number, yada, yada. And then you write that down on the Google Calendar. And then at the halfway point between that start and the due date, you write be halfway through so the teens can be checking and calibrating. And then you can mark at quarterway points from there as, as close down to nitpicky details, you know, like daily work on this as your team needs. So some teens just need these little road markers along the way at the, you know, the start, the halfway, the quarterways. Some need a daily, like, okay, work 15 minutes on your project, you know, put on their Google Calendar. Have them mark when any other assignments are due, like homework is due, you know, every Friday at two, and then mom will sit down and grade homework at Fridays at two. So whatever is going to work for you guys, you know, work on it together, get it on the calendar together. After you do that a few times, your teens are going to have a good handle on how to make a syllabus work for them. And not only that, they will have some time management skills kind of integrated into their lives. So that helps build their confidence and, you know, employability skills too. So all of us can use a little time management skills probably from time to time. So working on it with our teens may help us moms too. So that, that is a syllabus. So again, if you're a mom and, you know, you have a textbook that doesn't have a syllabus that comes with it, then you can make your own. If you have a syllabus that comes with a textbook and you don't like it, trash it and make your own. The guidelines for writing out a syllabus, that's again, it's the name of the text with all of the details, author, publisher, edition, is been if you got it. Um, other materials, a brief summary of the purpose and goals of the course, the topics or chapters to be covered, the grading scale, due dates on everything, when they'll do their homework, and then the day-by-day or week-by-week schedule of what's going to happen and you know what material will be covered, what kind of assignments and homework are due. And you type all that out. It's a little bit cumbersome, but it is so worth the effort. And again, at sevensistershomeschool.com, if you search syllabus, you will find a syllabus for most courses. And if you don't see one, you know, send me an email and I uh, can pull out our samples. So we just don't have them all loaded. You know, if we can help a little bit, that's great. And be sure, though, to adapt it to your family's needs because there's not one right way to homeschool high school. Okay, and then again, work on the time management part, like how the team is going to use the syllabus. If you, if you can't work on it together, don't just throw it at your teens until you're sure they want to do that. So, you know, a lot of teens need to work over how you use the syllabus, how you set up a calendar, how you do the time management, you know, what all of that is about. They need to work on that together for, you know, several courses you know, for a semester, for a year, some of them will need you to hold their hands all the way through. Some will 
just run with it the first time you hand them a syllabus because there's not one kind of teenager and it's okay for them to be different. Anytime you're just curious about a homeschool high school topic, go to sevensistershomeschool.com. We have like a thousand posts on all kind of different topics in homeschooling high school with the idea as, you know, we at Seven Sisters are here to build into the next generation of homeschooling moms and their teens. And we want to help you to be successful. So we have all of these blog posts that you can just search, you know, hey, do they have anything about yada yada? If you don't see a post on what you need, either send us an email because we have a, you know, connect with us little tab on the website or even more fun, go to Seven Sisters Homeschool Facebook group and join us. And people throw up questions there all the time. And so that way you not only get, you know, the, the six of us Seven Sisters ideas, but you get all of the different Seventh Sisters ideas. Which reminds me, there are six of us in the Seven Sisters. There's Vicki and Sabrina and Kim and Marilyn and Allison and Sarah. You know, you often hear from Sabrina and Kim and I, but our friends Marilyn and Allison and Sarah are busy all the time answering emails. So they are answering a lot of your questions when you send them that uh, to the website. They also are editing the books and doing the, the financial stuff, all the backstory of running the group. However, there's only six of us. And we're seven sisters homeschool. So who's the seventh sister? You are. We all are together in this homeschool adventure. We're all together because that's how God made us. He made us to be community, a body of Christ. So in all of our differences and different needs and different experiences, we want to support each other and care about each other and help our teens to become the people that God has in mind for them. So that's that's what we're about. So join us over at Seven Sisters Homeschool Facebook group. And, and you're always welcome to send us questions over at the info at sevensistershomeschool.com. Okay, well, thank you guys for joining me today. If you can, hop over to Apple Podcasts. So my editor was reminding me that iTunes is now Apple Podcast, and I knew that, and I just am so used to saying iTunes. So anyway, all of the places where people get their podcast, Seven Sisters is there through the Homeschool High School Podcast because our network, the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network, is on all those platforms. So if you're on a platform, if you would go to the platform and leave reviews, that helps other people to find us because we want to all be in this together. We will all want to support each other. So leave a review and that will help us and it will help new homeschool people to find us. All right, have a great year. I know you guys are going to have such good adventures. We're always praying for our seven sisters and their families. And we know that God has plans for a good year for you guys. Lots of challenges, but lots of good. This has been the Homeschool High School Podcast. Brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. We will see you next week.